Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we're talking about using live video to boost your visibility as an entrepreneur with the incredible Jordan Guyton. I'm so excited for us to be able to chat with Jordan today because in the short amount of time that I've known her, I have been so blown away by the way that she teaches other entrepreneurs how to leverage social media in order to get in front of our ideal clients so we can have the impact that we're looking for and we can generate the income that we want. <laughs> so let me back up a little bit and actually like properly introduce you to who Jordan is. She is a content coach and community building genius living in beautiful Los Angeles with over 10 years of experience in the entertainment industry. And so her love for content is like next level, y'all. Her business, Vera Jean Media, actually was born during the height of the pandemic, which I'm excited to hear a little bit more about that story if she feels like sharing. And she focuses on helping heart-centered female entrepreneurs who desire to use social media content to amplify their gifts and make more money. Uh, Her business at this point has had just an immense amount of impact, generated multiple six figures, and has really helped hundreds of women figure out how to make social media simple and how to show up unapologetically, which I'm grateful for us to get to learn from her today and have this conversation about live video, especially because I think a lot of folks, we get, we like make live video a little more complex than it needs to be. So Jordan, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm so excited to get to chat with you. Thank you, Bonnie, so much for having me. I already know this is going to be a fire conversation. Absolutely. I'm so pumped. Um, And I know I like shared a teeny bit about who you are and what you do, but if you're up for it, I would love to hear a little bit more about who you are, this incredible business you've built. And I know that you shared that you actually started your business in the height of the pandemic. So if you're comfortable, I'd, I'd be so curious to know, like, how did that journey get going for you in the first place? Yeah, totally. So yeah, the panini hit in 2020. And I think that everyone was kind of forced to sit down and and, and do nothing. After coming from 10 years in the entertainment space, from producing, casting, uh, I started at the Maury Show when I graduated college in 2010. So I was just really, really immersed in entertainment in that production world. And because everything was shut down, I found myself collecting unemployment. And I've been working since I was 14 years old, so I can't sit for too long. And I remember just seeing on Facebook people talking about online businesses. And, and I was like, what? Like, what is this madness? And, and, and I want a piece of this, a business. I can make money. I don't have to sit and twiddle my thumbs. And that's kind of when my business was born. I, I remember... Finding a business coach randomly was referred to me by a virtual assistant that I 
was told that I needed. So I had my little virtual assistant. She was like, you should hire this business coach. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what a business coach is, but maybe this could be helpful. (laughs) And I ended up putting my business coach on my personal Amex because I did not have $2,500 at the time. And I was just, this whole new world was unlocked for me. And a lot of things that I never knew were possible, I was exposed to. And I was like, whoa, like I can help people through the computer and make a lot of money. I don't understand. I'm in, right? And it kind of just was a snowball effect from there. I remember making graphics for businesses that were open at the time. And the only thing that was open were restaurants. I was in New York at the time. And then I found out through working with my business coach that you could actually get paid for just strategy, you know, getting getting paid to help people figure things out and ideate. And that's where I really fell in love um, with just helping women get comfortable, get confident, get courageous, and build communities that are ready to buy um, because of the humans that they are. I love, love, love how you were so willing to just dive into this world that to you, you know, initially you weren't familiar with, but you were like, that's not going to stop me. I'm going to like get in there. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to invest in myself. Like the, that speaks so much to like your dedication and your confidence and your clarity, because I know, and I'm speaking from personal experience here, but also like over, you know, the years with the hundreds of entrepreneurs I've worked with, we often are so hesitant to bet on ourselves. And so like, you know, that act of you putting that business coach on your personal card and being like, nope, I am betting on me. I'm going all in. I'm going to make this happen. I just like want to call that out and celebrate that because I think that is such a big deal. And I know just looking at your business now, And for those who are tuning in, definitely afterwards, go check out Jordan's Instagram. We're going to have all the links over in the show notes today. Her content is just like bonkers. It is so valuable. It is so engaging. It's so creative. And I love it. And so just seeing how how far you've come and how like that journey started with you being like, yeah, I'm going all in and I'm going in on me. I think that is just like the coolest thing. Thank you. I mean, it definitely has been a journey, but I think, again, I I have to credit the people that are, the women that are so transparent and vulnerable and open. And I, I strive to be more of that because we serve as windows for each other of what's possible. Like I would not have known that this world existed unless somebody would have opened their mouth and said, this is what I do. This is how much I make. This is how I do it. You can do it too. If I would have never seen that, I would have never known this world existed. So I want to be that light for somebody else that looks up to what I'm doing as well. Hmm. I have so much respect for that. And I, I definitely see you actually like, like those aren't just words, like you're living that, like you've built that into your business and you've built that into your services because you focus on showing women entrepreneurs how to show up on social media, how to do it strategically, how to do it consistently. And I know that like that's something that a lot of people struggle with. That's that's it's you know this this part of of the online space that's constantly growing and evolving and if you're introverted or if you feel like 
there's the secret code that everybody knows and you don't, it can feel really daunting. But I feel like your content focuses on on kind of like making it more accessible and more understandable and easier for folks to get started, right? Yeah. And thank you for that. I just, I try to just keep it simple and sustainable. I think that mainstream business people, online business, make social harder than it needs to be. And I I want social to be the easy part, right? I want showing up as you to be easy and feel good and feel sustainable and feel aligned. And, And I just really want to articulate doing what feels good to you. So, so yeah, I totally, totally don't want to stray away from that. And I'm, I'm so glad that you see that. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I do. I, I also know that like a big part of you sharing your message and you serving as that wind and that window for other people to show them what's possible involves you showing up on social media. And I see you like being so visible on Instagram. I see you going live all the time. I see you like creating these really dynamic and engaging reels. And I'm curious because I think live video is is still that piece of the social media kind of like puzzle that I see a lot of people still feeling kind of like unsure about or hesitant about, or they like think, oh yeah, that'll work for somebody else, but I just don't really, you know, like like going live feels daunting for whatever reason. But for you personally, like in your content marketing strategy, how has live video played a role, if any, for you? I mean, I think live, I know live video changed my entire life. It changed my business. Um, I was, when I first started in 2020, the business coach that I had at the time was very Facebook dominant. So everything that I did, every, every client that I had was from Facebook. And so that's where I tested like going live. That's where I tested showing up. That's where I tested like the nerves and my armpit sweating and like, what am I doing? But it worked. Like I remember her inviting me into her Facebook group and I had my little four week 90, what was it? 497. It was 497 for four weeks. It was actually, this is so funny. It was a live video boot camp, and it was 497 for four weeks. And she invited me into her group to speak and four people were there and I was sweating bullets. Like I was like, who's doing this? I'm doing this. Okay. And I hopped off the live and one person bought my boot camp out of the four people. Out of four people. And I was like, wait, what? Like, huh? Like this, what? I'm teaching you live video. And I'm also like throwing up over live video. Like, what am I doing? And it worked. And I was like, okay, all right. Like we're doubling down on this, right? So over time, I really started to develop a framework to make it easy, whether that's prepping before your live or the structure during your live or how to follow up after your live. I think that once we have some sort of framework, it becomes second nature and just doing it over and over and over and over for two and a half years. Uh, I still get nervous, but I, I embrace it and I love it because every single time someone's helped and served or my Stripe account has someone else buying something. So it works. I know that it does. And I see it work for my students as well. 
Mm, that's so awesome. And I love that. I love that all those four folks, one person bought, and that's a 25% conversion rate, and that's not too shabby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I um and I can really relate to like that part of, you know, you said the more I do this, the more that I rely on my framework, the, you know, the easier it becomes. And like yeah, let's let's normalize the fact that even if you're experienced, even if you have a lot of practice, you can still get nervous. Like that's that's just part of being human, I think. That's just normal. But I can relate to that because I go live a lot inside my program for graphic brand and web designers. And so that's something that like over the years that I've had that community, I'm going live every single month and like live video, you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes, you know, like I get a, I get one of my dogs like that runs behind me in the middle of it and is like distracting or, you know, there's tech issues. There's all these things that you have to have to like account for, but it's still, it's, it's not a big deal. Like I don't want anyone to be like intimidated by that because I think that when we have those, those like imperfect conversations with people, it humanizes us more and it makes us more relatable. And they like, they can laugh with us. They can resonate. They can, you know, kind of like commiserate with us about technology woes because that's just part of, you know, doing business in the online space, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that it also gives others permission, right? Like your dog running across the bath probably freed someone thinking, oh, I can never go live because of my dog. My dogs are wild, right? And so they see you and you're out here killing it and the dog barks and the dog barks or the UPS person comes to the door or the Amazon package is delivered. It's fine. Right. And so when you see that happen in someone, oh, you know, Charlie, you know, Charlie just is just barking. You guys just excuse Charlie. Someone sees that and they're like, oh, okay. So all I have to do is just excuse the dog. I can actually go live. Like this feels good. So not tucking that away and just letting life life. I, I totally agree. So I know that some of those things can feel like, you know, these these barriers to going live. Like, okay, what if the, you know, the delivery person stops by? What if my what if my little one wakes up from their nap? What if, you know, like the kids start fighting or the dogs and the cats go wild or whatever? But are there any other areas where you see other entrepreneurs getting stuck when it comes to going live? Like what what do you think when you look at your students and you chat with them about this? What has been keeping them from getting started with going live? Definitely overthinking, just thinking that everything needs to be perfect or I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. My background, I don't have a good background. I've heard that before. It's just, I, I don't think that going live is like, I'm not human, but I just, we weren't, this was not natural, right? Like we're not mm -hmm. all trying to be actors or striving to be on camera, but marketing evolves. So marketing was a newspaper at one point, and then it was paying lots of money to create commercials and billboards. And like, this is the lowest barrier to entry to reach your audience and it's free, right? And I think that once we get out of our heads, that's what I see a lot of just being in our heads. And it has to be this like production, Walt Disney, like lights, camera, all the things. And I think that shifting that, like you had just said, what if the delivery man, you know, knocks on the door? What if the baby wakes up? But can we reframe that of what if it's quiet? Or what if the mm. baby doesn't wake up? Or what if the baby does wake up? and I just hold the baby and everything's fine. And I continue my life. It's just like those small shifts 
those small what if shifts and making them a positive thing. I think that really changes the game. And again, just getting out there and ripping the bandaid off. There's no blunter way to say that than just do it and just see what happens. I love that. So is that your advice for folks who maybe haven't haven't gone live before, or maybe they've like dabbled once or twice, but they aren't quite comfortable with incorporating it into their marketing strategy? Like just get out there, rip off that band-aid and just do it? I would say, yeah, I, I would. Yes. I don't know, Bonnie, that's hard because it's like, if I tell someone rip the bandaid off and they're in their car and they're just like, Hey guys, yeah, it's amazing. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be coined for that. Like Jordan said, just do it. But I think intention, I think rip the bandaid off with intention, you know? And I, I think rip the bandaid off with something you feel comfortable talking about why you started your business, why you love your business, why your business, what the values are behind your business, who you are, a little bit more about you. I think people, for the most part, know the foundations. And I think rip the bandaid off with intention and start with what you know and what you can passionately talk about. That makes a lot of sense. So like we're not we're not showing up online like going ham on all of the like live streaming platforms. We're yeah. literally looking at you know, what am I excited to share with my audience? What does my audience need to hear from me so that they understand how my work serves them and can help them? Um, you know, doing it, just like you said, with that intention, I, I really appreciate that clarification. And I think that that's going to resonate with, with the people that are tuning in today because, you know, it's, it is something that, like you and I have said, the more practice you get, the more it becomes like, okay, like you're familiar with doing this. It becomes more comfortable. It becomes, you know, a little bit more, not quite second nature, but like it's, you know, you're used to it at that point, but you can't reach that level of comfort unless you get started. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just literally like with everything going to the gym, you know, until you get started lifting weights, your body's going to be really sore and it's going to be very uncomfortable until you start to build that muscle. Um, Riding a bike, like all of it is that consistency. And like Bonnie just said, it's not like you're going to wake up and you're like Drew Barrymore show, right? It's, it's, Mm -hmm. I'm sure she still gets nervous too, but it's, you feel better and it feels easier and it feels effortless the more and more that you do it. And my students tell me that all the time. They're, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for my next. And I was like, weren't you the one that was like, I'm never, I'm never doing it or I'm, I'm going to die and you don't die and you keep going. So yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's so great. It's so funny how like we tell ourselves these stories, at least I know I do. I like make it this big thing in my head and it's, it's mostly overthinking, but also like I don't know. The voice in my head is like so dramatic. (laughs) I'm over here telling myself this like really big like story about how this is going to be so scary and so horrible and so whatever. And then you like push the button and you go live and it's fine. Like no one's trolling you. No one is saying mean things to you in most cases. People are, you know, happy to see you you know, if this is your first time doing it and your audience isn't used to seeing you go live, it might take a couple times for you to get your regulars to show up. And that's okay. Like that's totally normal. There have been times when I have gone live and I like, I think this is back in like 
my Facebook days where I would go live on my Facebook business page a lot. Like the first time I did it, I think like two people, two people showed up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like thousands of people that like my page and it's no big deal, you know, because like when you go live, the two people that are showing up are hearing you. They're connecting with you. They're getting this like really cool opportunity to ask questions and you're totally going to see that question because it's just two of them, you know? Or like if you save that replay and repurpose that replay, yeah, maybe you didn't have thousands of people tuning in live, but that piece of content has the possibility to reach thousands of people in the future if you repurpose it. So I think there's a lot of a lot of possibility there. Um, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So <laughs> when you think about your students who, like you said, the folks who were like, I can't do this. I'm never, I like never want to do this again. This is going to be so scary. But then they show up, they get used to it, and they're like, this is actually really energizing and I love this. Mm-hmm. Were there any like best practices or tips or, you know, strategies that you share that you think would be really helpful for newbies, for folks who are really just getting started with going live? Yeah, definitely. I always tell my students, and one of the things we teach uh, in my program is having an on-camera ritual. So right before you go live, make a menu or a list of things that make you feel good, that make you feel at peace. It's like when a runner stretches before the long run or relaxes like what gets you in that whether it's zen whether that's playing beyonce whether that's a mirror talk and you're talking to yourself getting yourself pumped whether that's dancing and getting that energy going what is going to alert your brain of like okay bonnie's doing this again i already know we're about to we're about to press that record button right to start to regulate what you're feeling I think an on-camera ritual really changes the game. Maybe you need to sit in silence. Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it's meditation. Whatever that is to kind of ground you before hitting record and doing that over and over and over and over again. I've seen it just be... I had one student tell me that she has an alter ego. So right before she goes live, she just, you know, turns around, puts on that like different, that different energy. And she's like, yeah. And then I, I, and then I hit record and I'm like, okay, girl, listen, if that's what it is for you, whatever that is for you, I I really do think is a game changer as a, as a newbie starting going live. Ah, that is such great advice. And I love that practice of like, this is this ritual that you create where you're like showing up for yourself every time before you, you know, it's like you're showing up for yourself before you start pouring out into your audience and helping them and serving them through the content that you're actually sharing. And that's such a great way to like get in that headspace and really show up in the energy as the version of yourself that you want to be and that you want to share with folks. Out of curiosity, do you recommend that people when they're going live have like some talking points or some notes that they should be not reading from verbatim, but like, you know, to kind of help keep them on track? Do you like to recommend that folks just kind of like wing it? What what kind of like if you're if you're comfortable sharing, I don't want to like get into any like proprietary info that you share inside your program, of course, but um do you think that there are some some helpful tips on like how to actually deliver what you want to share that message through that that live format. Yeah, great question. So I I always talk about 
not being ashamed to have notes, like writing down your talking points. I write mine down on a little post-it and I either put my post-it on my computer or I put it on my phone and it just kind of outlines what I plan to talk about. I see no problem even having your notes within your video. I think we need to just normalize the fact that you like on camera hosts have a teleprompter. You just don't see it. Right. So Mm -hmm. it is totally okay to have your talking points. I think that keeps you in flow. It keeps you from rambling and just kind of going off on a tangent. Um, But there are some people that don't need notes and they can just kind of go off the dome and speak. I think it's kind of what feels good to you lean into that. But I am a sucker for notes. I love notes. I love writing down kind of what feels good and what I want to accomplish in addition to having my call to action written down as well. Mm, So like, um, just to, to clarify, do you kind of like identify the energy that you want to bring and you like write down the way that you want folks to feel when you're teaching? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying more so like if I'm talking about something specific like live video, I'll write down a few points that I want to make sure I touch and Mm -hmm. then I make sure that I have whatever call to action I plan to bring to the live written down. Um, My energy is pretty standard with every live that I do for the most part, but I do, you know, tell my students, if you don't feel it, if it doesn't feel good, if you're not in the right headspace or good energy, don't force it. Um, because your audience will feel that as well. If you feel uncomfortable selling, they'll feel uncomfortable buying. If you're having an off day, we're going to feel it. So it's it's better to just skip it and, and come back the next time for sure. That's a really, really good point. So like, let's say you have prepped for your live, you've got your notes in front of you, you've got that CTA, that call to action. But for whatever reason, like maybe you just go live and you're just not feeling it. Maybe like just the energy that's like meeting you in the chat isn't like, you know, quite like working with you for whatever reason. It sounds like you recommend that people just kind of like be more flexible and give yourself the, you know, the chance to like maybe hold off on that hard pitch if the energy doesn't feel aligned. Is is that kind of in line with what you're thinking? Yeah, definitely. Like give yourself grace, listen to yourself, know that your audience will be there the next time you're ready to go live. But I, I always say listen to you and listen to your energy because you just you want to be at your best when you go live. And it's it's you can put up a post or a story. You don't have to justify it if you don't feel called to do it. But it, it, yeah, yeah. I always, your best energy is, is where I want you to, to perform from or to speak from. That makes so much sense. And, you know, not just from like a, a connection standpoint, like you're so right when, when we show up and our energy just isn't, isn't aligned and that like comes through the conversation you're having. Like I've noticed that, like you'll see that in sales calls, you'll see that just in like conversations with your friends, like you see that just in any human interaction. And so I feel like live video is really no different. And so knowing that like you're showing up and you're sharing, you know, you're operating basically at your best and you're connecting with people at at your best or, you know, like wherever you want to be. I think that that helps for this to become a positive experience too. Cause like, I don't know about you, but there've been times where like, I've, I've gone live and like, you know, my energy just like, I just kind of like crashed during the middle of it, like my energy wise. And I'm like, not really sharing like, you know, 
exactly what I want to. I I know that like once I wrap up those lives, I'm like, oh, that wasn't great. You know, it's just like this feeling. And I know that if every live video I did had that kind of like negative experience with it, like, wow, I like would have the hardest time getting myself motivated <laughs> to show up and go live again. So like the times when I do go live and it's so life-giving, it's so energizing, it's so fun. You know, I'm really proud of what I shared. I know it's out there and it's helping, you know, the people that were tuning in. That's that's the kind of like positive association that I personally like to have with, you know, with like my live video practice. Um, and it sounds like that you've really seen a lot of success teaching your students to do something similar, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like when my students ask or people on social ask, oh, when should I go live? What time? What's the best time? Like, when should I show up? And I'm like, when do you feel the best? When do you feel good? When do you feel on top of the world? When do you feel most like you? Pick that day. Be consistent with that day and time, right? Let your audience know that that's when it's going to happen. Get consistent with that day and time and your audience will adjust, right? They'll adjust and calibrate to your best energy. So lean into that. Mm, That's, yeah. mm -hmm. I'm totally tracking with that. Wow, Jordan, you have shared like so much wisdom, so much great advice in today's conversation. And I'm just like so grateful. As as we kind of like wrap up today's conversation, in addition to what you've shared, are there any kind of final pieces of advice or encouragement about getting visible with live video that you would like to share to the folks that are tuning in today? I think I would say, and I say this often when it comes to just getting out of your head and, and speaking to who you're called to serve, know that your gifts and your story and your talents, it's not for you, right? What we, what we're going through, what we're growing through, what we've been tasked to help others with, it's not for you. And so the longer that you keep that in, the longer that you're not being visible, the longer that you're not showing up, the longer that you're overthinking, the longer that you're procrastinating is the longer you're delaying someone their breakthrough. And so I just encourage you to flip that and flip it from being about you and about your feelings and about your nerves and about what people are going to think to actually serving and helping and just knowing that someone's waiting for their breakthrough. They're waiting on you to show up. So just do it. Wow. I mean, like that could have been, I think the whole episode, that was such powerful advice. And I love, love, love that, that reminder of when you're having a rough day when you're telling yourself all the reasons why you can't, the longer you keep telling yourself that story, the longer you are keeping your knowledge, your experience, your potential from helping someone else. And like, wow, that is that is like a whole energy going into <laughs> the rest of the year and all the years to come for sure. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jordan, I know that everyone who's been tuning in today is going to want to check out just like you've got this archive of incredible past lives, reels, carousel posts, like just your Instagram is like such a treasure trove of knowledge. So where can folks go to connect with you online so they can learn more about you, they can work with you, they can connect with you, all that great stuff. 
Yeah. So Instagram is my playground of choice. I can be found at at Jordan Guyton, J-O-U-R-D-A-N-G-Y-T-O-N. I love talking in the DMs. I'm a DM girl. So slide in the DMs if you have questions. Um, And all of my offers, current offers can be found in the link in my bio. Amazing. And I also know that you have this really fantastic free resource that you are sharing with those listening today. Do you want to share a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, totally. So it's going exclusively to you guys. I don't have it actually in the link in my bio anymore. It's called The Real You. It's a Reels PDF with amazing steps to help you connect and convert using Instagram Reels. It's beyond the trending audio. We're going a little bit deeper than that. And I really hope that it helps you get to know your audience on another level. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And for those who are tuning in, absolutely go to brandstrategypodcast.com, click on the latest episode link, and we're going to have that link along with all of Jordan's, um, you know, kind of like social links in the show notes so that you can get your hands on that just like value packed free PDF. And of course, in the show notes, we're going to have a recap of our talking points and we'll have a full transcript available if that would be helpful in any way for those who are listening today. So Jordan, thank you again for just sharing your experience with with video, with being visible, with doing it imperfectly, with showing up consistently. This conversation was so, so, so fantastic. And I'm really grateful that we were able to have this conversation. Bonnie, thank you so much for having me. And just thank you for holding space um, for entrepreneurs to learn and grow and, and be the best version of themselves. Oh, wow. Thank you. I am just honored by that. Absolutely humbled. Friends who've been tuning into the podcast today, as always, I'm grateful for y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope that today's episode leaves you with some powerful next steps to take. I am hoping that today's message from Jordan has inspired you to become more visible, to start showing up and to use live video and take advantage of that free opportunity that you have access to to show up and serve people through your words, through your message, and through the work that you do. So definitely be sure to follow along with Jordan. Like she said, you can always send her a DM. So if you took away something positive from today's conversation, I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. So send her a message and let her know what really resonated. And my DMs are open as well. If you have a question or something that you would like to chat through more, feel free to reach out. But until next time, I'm going to be cheering y'all on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.